0: Stepping back and stroking to Bogdanovich. now my god <laughs> uh what's going on everybody this is the feed to bead i am your host as always austin krell along with a good pal of mine fellow uh sixers beat reporter kai carlin of usa today and sixers wire kai how are you doing on uh this holiday
1: i'm doing good man i want to wish you a good morning you know, so the uh, team's on an eight-game winning streak, so it makes it easier to write about right now, and uh, I feel like things are okay at the moment. Yeah, you, you look you, like
0: you've, you have a, a new shine over your face. Are you doing no. something
1: fun? Or? <laughs> no, no, just, you know, I'm moisturizing a bit more, using more facial cleanser, you know, just kind of doing stuff to it's self-care, man, self-care.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, self-care. So we, we, we do have a, uh, a good topic today. And it because it, I chose this topic today because we sit here we have the Heat playing versus the Celtics we have the Knicks playing today a lot of play in uh, scenarios now the Sixers it appears are for most intents and purposes locked into that uh, that top seed unless something catastrophically bad happens but it is Philadelphia so can't discount <laughs> the possibility of that happening. Um, You never know. (laughs) We we never know. So, um, but there is just uh, really two games separating the four seed from the seven seed in the East. And therefore there are, you know, two games separating the Knicks from a play-in tournament. Um, There is one and a half games separating the Hawks from the play-in tournament. There is one game separating the Heat from the playing tournament. So the four playing teams that are in there as of now, if you froze it, are Boston, Charlotte, Washington, and Indiana. And Kai, as I sit here today and I, and I think about the Celtics, I don't know that I would pick them to beat any of the other three playing teams.
1: Um, I don't know. It would be hard to really pick one of them to beat the other three playing teams. But at the same time, we're talking about a team that has Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kemba Walker. And with a team like that, that can, and it's only one game, um, you know what I'm saying? Like you could always kind of, I always kind of lean towards a team like that with all the firepower they have. So uh, for example, like I think, I think they would play Charlotte, right? And in, in, in the first play in game. The Celtics? Yeah. They would, yeah. Because it's seven, seven versus eight and then nine versus 10, right? Right. So they
0: would play, they play the Celtics, the Celtics would play the Hornets and then, Wizards would play the uh, the Pacers, and it looks like the Pacers are gonna. It looks like for it, the clock is gonna run out on the team behind the Pacers, so yeah. probably locked into that ten spot. They don't have to worry about missing from you know from everything I can tell right. though. But they are a putrid team. Twelve and twenty one at home, nine and fifteen on the road. Weird team. Um, yeah, That's
1: but, so weird.
0: Yeah, so the Celtics have to win one game to basically avoid the eight seed. So they have to, they win one game. Uh, they beat Charlotte once. They get to play the Nets or okay. the, the Bucks. So congratulations to them. Um, then the sh- Charlotte goes on and they play uh, the winner of the
1: nine um, the ten game.
0: Yes, that's correct. And then okay. the loser of the nine ten game is eliminated. Um, and it just it, it comes down to who wins the um, you know the 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 the, the 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 winner uh, the winner of that seven verse eight and nine verse ten uh, the loser of a seven verse eight and nine verse ten game and then whoever whoever wins that I think um, they get what the one seed the yeah. winner gets the one seed and then the loser just gets is eliminated um, yeah. so there so that, that that's how it works so what we're gonna do today because the Sixers have really no idea who they're playing yet. <laughs> um, we're going to take a look at each of the the, the six, the, the, really the seven teams that have a chance to make that, to be in that play-in tournament. So that's the Knicks, the Hawks, the Heat, the Celtics, Hornets, Wizards, and Pacers. Now, I did give you one parameter. The one parameter was you can pick one team – that you are just completely unafraid of like yes. for the, you can you, you 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 no matter what research you did or, or or didn't do in some cases um you you just can't find a reason to, to, to that 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 there would be a hole that they could exploit so we each get one it doesn't mean you have to use it but each get one if needed and um and when we say that we're that we're unafraid of this team relative to another team, doesn't mean that we think the Sixers would lose to any of the Knicks, Hawks, Heats, Celtics, Hornets, Wizards, or Pacers. We don't. We, we're not saying that. We're just saying that, relatively speaking, compared to the other options on the menu, those we could see, we could we could foresee maybe a problem there. Um, yeah. With that being said, Kai, let's get started. And before we get started, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Uh, Miss Carlin, who has raised herself, it seems a a, a Casanova of sorts, and um, <laughs> and um, me, my mother. Thanks, uh, you know, I, lo- I love my mom to death. She is the best. Um, we have had a, have a had a bit of a tough weekend. We had to put one of our dogs to sleep on Friday, but um, but you know, it was coming. And it, it, she was very close to that dog, so tough weekend for her for sure. Uh, I actually ordered her mother's day gift that had his name on it. So I had
1: oh, look at you
0: scrambling to try to like figure out like do I do I get it do I get it redone so that way she doesn't have to live with that pain or, or what? So thoughtful. I know. I know. Um, anyway, happy happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. You, you, thank you for all you do for for your children. Um, we could not make it this far without you all uh, making the sacrifices that, that you've made. And, and and you know and your your undying love, for sure. So you have gotten that done. Now, Kai, let's talk about the first team, um and that would be the. Do you want to order of like ten down the four or four to ten?
1: Um, I think I think we'll just do ten to four. I feel like that'll be easier.
0: Okay, start so the Pacers. So, Kai, is there something about the Pacers that scares you?
1: No, the Pacers are the one team, according to the all parameters, that just that I am completely unafraid of this team. Just completely. And and, and it's only because of what's going on uh, with the reports coming out about Coach Nate Bjorkren and, and just like players clearly are not having it. Uh, obviously, DeMontis Sabonis is, you know, he's an all-star. Miles Turner is a very good center, but I know Turner's dealing with injuries. Malcolm Brogdon's also dealing with injuries. And you're pretty much relying on just Karis LeVert and Demonte Sabonis to, like, try to carry you. And it's like, okay, I mean, Philadelphia's got so many options you can kind of throw at them. So, um, yeah, th- th- if there was one team that I, like, I'm completely unafraid of, it's the Indiana Pacers. Wow.
0: Well, I, I do agree <laughs> that the, the seeming uh, internal issues with them is is certainly something that – um. It's the type of thing that that gets you balanced in the first round via sweep. It, 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 yep. it, doesn't really be, it, it there is a, I wouldn't say there's echoes of, of Sixers 2019 20, 20, but clearly there there's some there's some turmoil there and, and people are not happy all the way around. Um nah. so we'll see what put put out there. But I, I do have one reason I think I would be a little bit concerned about the Pacers. Um, and that would be like what is Miles Turner for this series? He's been out for however however long. He's been out for if he's unavailable, then that really uh <laughs> kind of pokes yeah. a hole. Any kind of concern that you might have, but right. uh, but if he is available, obviously Embiid owns him head to head like all the ju- time, it's like 25 That's and 12 like, to like nine and <laughs> nine and six <laughs> comparison. i tell y'all, <laughs> um, it's 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 really kind of sad. Um. But he's still a really good rim protector from a reputational standpoint. I think um, Gobert gives up like sixty-two point six percent against against uh, like like teams shoot sixty-two point six percent against Gobert within six feet of the basket. Well, for Miles Turner, that's sixty-one point seven percent. So I mean, um, you know, he's a very good rim, rim protector. He's in that conversation for Depoy every year. Um, I think M B would probably be able to have his way with them, but let's say like, let's say M B bites a bites a fake early or is a little too handsy around the rim, it's called for two fouls. Then you might have a problem. And you, then you might have a problem there. Um, yeah. And I, you know, now I don't think that's to say that like, it would be something that would would, would have long term effects that 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 result in the Sixers losing four games in a series. Yeah. But, I think it's something that could make them lose a game, maybe, maybe two. Um, yeah. But generally speaking, um, you know, I'm not too concerned about them. And I think the Pacers are a little top-heavy size. Um, it, like, like, like I think the, I think I did, the, I did the research on the average height yesterday. I think it's about six seven for the Sixers and six six for the Pacers. If you if you remove rotational, if you remove players that are like not playing in games that are rotation players, it's about the same. Sixers are maybe basically the same size, but still they're very top heavy. The Pacers, whereas the Sixers are very middle heavy in terms of size. So I think if, if like like if you get Simmons or Embiid caught in the paint and they're committing you know two fouls early, that could be problematic for you know helping Karis Lavert or Malcolm Brogdon or Sabonis um, get going. Um, besides that, I don't really foresee much of an issue. Um, what what what's the what's the 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 longest do you think that series would go?
1: Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. serious, man. <laughs> yeah. Four. Okay. Um, I... Then about Indiana, that like you know, I mean, Indiana, Indiana will is tough. They'll fight you, but I mean, like, no, no, like they're they're not they're no match for Philadelphia. They're just not.
0: Okay. Um, I would say that series probably goes five.
1: That's also fair. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, quick.
0: Then I'm in the sweet um now let's go over the wizards wizards
1: um I see the wizards scare me okay now
0: let's see why
1: uh, um sixers would clearly beat them I'm, I'm not saying they would but the way with the way russell westbrook is playing right now and how he feels disrespected which he has been disrespected by like everybody over the past couple of years it's been annoying um but with the way russell westbrook is playing and bradley beal he scored 60 against the Sixers earlier this year, so uh, I mean, you, you know, they have they had issues with Bradley Beal. Um, Davis Bertans is that dude has unlimited range. It's it's weird, especially for a guy his size. He's kind of like fires it from like the logo, and he and he hits. He's got Steph Curry range. Uh, and then there's Rui Hashimura, who I think is a very good young player. Um, you know, this Daniel Gafford is okay. Joel would kill him, but Daniel Gafford does provide a lot of energy. And, and that's why the Sixers would win the series in, like, five or six games is because, you know, Joel would absolutely kill the Wizards down low, as usual. But for me, it's Russ and Beal. Like, like, Russ and Beal and Berton. So, like, 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 those three guys would scare me a bit, um, especially if Russ goes into, like, that mode where just, like, he wants to kill you. And the same goes for Beal, too. I mean, speaking of Indiana, Washington just played Indiana. Bradley Beal dropped 50. Ross dropped 33, 15, and 13, whatever it was, and and they beat Indiana in overtime. It was a close game, but the Wizards were still able to go on the road to get a win. That's a tough team. That would be a tough matchup.
0: I agree. Um, I think they started out like they were, I think, 13 games under 500 or 14 games under 500, whatever it was. Now they're four games. I mean, they they, they won 15 of 19. Sometimes a team that has got its stride late in the season is a little bit more challenging and more dangerous than yeah. a team that has stayed in the race all season raw all season long. Because it's really just a, a matter of confidence and momentum when you're when you're that when you're a low seat like that. But I did I, I did I looked this up yesterday and I and Russ is like not exactly what he was in Houston after the all-star break before COVID. But yeah, his threes are down um his turnovers are still pretty high, but I mean, he's, 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 he's scoring much more efficiently. Um, and he, he's obviously passing the ball as well as anybody right now. He's, he's, he's racking up the triple doubles. Um, and, you know, triple, triple penetration for the Sixers has been an issue lately um, with guys like, <laughs> like Kobe White. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, like, like whoever the Spurs are throwing out, those are problematic. Um you know, it, 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 a lot of the games that were blowouts ended up not being blowouts because of, of of that, you know, dribble penetration stuff. So, I mean, if they're giving them problems, Russell Westbrook's going to be a problem because he's the king of dribble penetration. He could he could pick you apart with that. Exactly. Uh, so, I think the 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 concern becomes like I don't think they're going to do much Romer play with Simmons. I think he's going to be Locked on the one guy, probably Bradley Beal. So if, if, if he's theoretically on Bradley Beal, who is guarding Russell Westbrook? Is that Matisse Um I, I mean, would it be Danny Green? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I think that's
1: I – I Would it be Danny Green? Green? Would, it, would it be George Hill? You know, like like there are, there are a couple of different options Doc could throw at him. But uh, in the starting lineup, I feel like it would have to be Danny Green.
0: Okay. Um I would think maybe you put Thaible in the starting lineup.
1: But I, I don't know. I don't know if Doc would do that because Doc is a guy, guy who Yeah, Doc is a guy who like historically likes to keep consistency. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Um but I, but I also think that it comes to like could the argument be made that asking thiable to play a bigger role um than he's had to play this season, it could that and be problematic and of itself and that you're you're compromising the rotational patterns that you have established all, all season. So basically what you said. Um, or alternatively, is Philly's offense with Simmons, Harrison, and B, which by the way, that outscores opponents by 15.6 points per 100, which is third best of all three-man units in the NBA uh, to play at least 800 minutes a year. I mean, they're pretty dominant. Does that really even matter considering how dominant they've been? I think those are all things that like, yeah, you, you doc doesn't want to compromise consistency. But if, 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 if the doctor calls for it, <laughs> figuratively, see, figuratively, the doctor, I, I think you, I think it's something where it's like, well, hey, we have to maybe think about this. But yeah, the spacing would be kind of crapped up a little bit. But then again, Embiid, Simmons, Harris, the trio, you put in Danny there, whatever. Um, they've been so good this year that I think that you can sort of negate some of the issues you have with Bible.
1: Here's my thing though, with Tobias um, and, and this goes for any playoff series, his playoff numbers. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've looked them up too. Austin, his playoff numbers are not good. Um, they That's haven't cool. been good. They haven't been good in his first two playoff runs in Philadelphia in 2019. I cut him some slack for 2020 just because 2020 was such a weird year, but he still wasn't was, he was awful in, in that playoff series with Boston. And then even if you go been. Huh? Ben? Tobias.
0: Oh, Tobias. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Tobias. And and even if you go back to his one playoff run with Detroit, his playoff his playoff numbers were pretty bad in that series as well. So just that that's one thing I would probably be concerned about. Um if I'm a Sixers fan, not just with um this first round series, but for series going beyond, is Tobias Harris going to be the player we we have been seeing and, and take leaps and bounds forward, you know, in, in this regular season? Or is he going to go back to the player he was um, in the playoffs before? And I feel like that could be an issue against a team like, say, a Washington just because the Wizards are so explosive offensively um, that the Sixers are going to have to kind of try to keep up with them in some of these games.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, also, I also think, like, you really can't go zone against the Wizards because Burkans is such good shooting gravity that – like he'll hit two or three in a row and, and turn the game on its head. So I right. I think that would be problematic as well. So I think they would kind of constrict you into what you can and what you can do defensively but that being said I think if you just throw the ball in the MB in the middle it's 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 game. It's it's over. Like they don't have oh, any
1: for sure. For sure. I mean and, and that's the thing like a lot of these teams none of these teams have anybody to match up with Joel. So so it's like Yeah. What, but-
0: Let let me. me Do you think there's a team that he sees that he's just like, God? I want to play them first round. I want to like. I I would get 40 points a game. Just like you think he he would never he would never say it, but he. I'm I'm sure there are teams that he would love.
1: Probably Washington. Like 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 probably Washington. Just because you know, like who the Wizards have to throw at him? They don't have Thomas Bryant. Uh, they don't even have Mo Wagner anymore. Like that dude's in Orlando. So like you know that they've got. Daniel Gafford, you know?
0: I would venture to say Washington, Charlotte, or Boston would be teams he'd love to play.
1: Oh, Boston. I'm, I'm sure he would love to get a piece of Boston yeah. just, just because of, like, the playoff history. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he would love to get them in round one.
0: Yeah. Um, so that would be, you know, my concern with, with, with Washington. How many games does that sort of go?
1: Depending on Russ and Beal, it could go six. But it could also go five.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't think, I don't think they'd sweep. I think you'd go five or six.
1: Yeah, like um, like I said, the Sixers would beat them. It's not like they wouldn't, but the reason why I'm saying six even is because of how powerful that Russ and Beal duo is. You, yeah, know? Like,
0: yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I, like you could argue that, that it's playing better than even the John Wall-Bradley-Beal duo, which was highly successful.
0: Yeah, I, I think my concern is like, I, I well, not really concerned, but I think you can... I think Beale and Westbrook could win a game in that series by themselves. Right. So if that if that's if so, I mean there there's your two wins right there. So I mean I don't think they had the personnel around them to win a string four games out of seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah definitely.
0: Now, next team, the the Charlotte Hornets.
1: Yeah. You know, what? like, th- this was close to being my team, the, the, the team that I'm completely unafraid of, Austin. Um, just because we kind of mentioned it, Joel would average 40 against them because the Hornets would be throwing P.J. Washington, Cody Zeller, and Bismack Biyombo at them. And, like, maybe Miles Bridges in a smaller matchup. Um, but, like, you know, he, he he would destroy the Charlotte Hornets. But um, I, I'd be concerned about the Hornets for a little bit just because of the way they push the ball in transition. Uh, the way Lamelo Ball now that he's healthy, Lamelo Ball being able to push the ball up and down the floor. And then there's Terry Rozier and Devonte Graham, Miles Bridges I just mentioned, and, um, and and also the also their play-by-play guy, Eric Collins. I feel like he plays a role in all this. I don't know how uh, Eric it. Collins plays a role.
0: Bro, <laughs> like, uh, I'm telling you, Eric Collins. I love Eric Collins. He's, he's a national
1: a treasure. treasure. Ha- there, home diddly d. <laughs>
0: I'm diddly. (laughs) He makes everything seem like the playoffs. It's, 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 it is tremendous. Um, Exactly.
1: So, I mean, you know, he, he he does a hell of a job. So he's going to play a factor somehow. But, um, but I mean, like the reason why I mentioned about the mellow ball transition defense, Sixers have continued to kind of struggle in that area. They have made subtle improvements a little bit lately. Um, but it just—I I feel like that—that that would still be an issue, especially with the way Lamelo Ball can push the ball um, and get guys involved in the passing and how uh, explosive he is. So I, I, again, I will take—I will top take the Sixers in like four or five games, but I feel like they would all be really tough, tough games.
0: Yeah, so like Charlotte, they are—they—they—they they, they, they force fourteen point seven turnovers per game, which is tenth in the tied for tenth in the NBA. Um, and the Sixers are second in the NBA fifteen point six. 15.6. So, I mean, I think Charlotte could turn them over, but by the same token, I think Philly would be able to respond with that as well and push that pace. And I think overwhelmingly experience would take over in that series. Um, For sure. There was nothing – that they were my one team that I'm just completely unafraid of. Um, I, I Outside of, like, maybe Terry Rozier goes on one of his ridiculous, efficient shot-making binges, He's done this season, um, but like realistically, you you're, you win maybe you you lose maybe one two games in a series, um, because of you know because of that. I think they would win that series in four games.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, four or five. Like I feel like, sh- um, as you kind of mentioned, Terry Rozier kind of going on one of those random. Um, hot streaks, especially at the end of games. Like I remember, I think, I think it was, they played Utah or Phoenix, somebody really good earlier in the year. Um, and Rozier just hit this ridiculous step back jumper for the win to beat them. Um, and it's just like, you know, I think the Rozier factor. Uh, remember he also played a role against Philly in the playoffs in 2018 with Boston. So, I mean, like he's got like some type of experience there. So uh, I mean, Charlotte would, wouldn't offer too much of a challenge, but the transition defense would definitely be a concern for me if they played them.
0: So, it. You said, said that will,
1: will be a concern for you. If they played them. The transition defense.
0: Oh yeah yeah sure. Um, now let me take a look here. Next up, we got the Boston Celtics. Before we get into the Celtics, um, if you like shotgunning beer. And you, and you want to increase your shotgun time at, at, at parties, check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. Also a tab puller, a vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled to a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code Cobra 10 All caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. Um, Kai, we go over to the Boston Celtic too. They win a couple of nice games, then they lose a couple dreadful ones. They lose to the Chicago Bulls a couple nights ago. Um, my guess would be they probably lose to the Miami Heat today. Um, I don't know what to make of them. I, they're they concern they, 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 I mean, there is obviously a reason to be concerned, but I think that's a game I think that the Serious Sixers would win in five or six. Um, and I think like. Up, Oh, I see some. I see some hesitation there from you,
1: because because it's like it's it's Boston, it, yeah. it's 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 just it's the Celtics, and I would probably take the Sixers in six. Maybe if if the um, if Walker and Tatum and Brown are all playing well, could go even go to seven. Like the Celtics to me are just like they just always seem to have their number, man. They just always seem to have their number. Granted, this is a new regime. This is Doc. This isn't Brett Brown. Sixers uh, are a much better roster than Boston. And as you mentioned, the Celtics had some awful losses, not just the Bulls. They lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, like the, the tanking Thunder. I, I so,
0: saw like uh, this, 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 this a screenshot. It was like, it was just like a big red sea of L's. And then, and then the-, the
1: one green W for OKC <laughs> over Boston. And it was like, so so it it was completely random and and i mean like the the the, um you know the casual fan couldn't tell you four players on the thunder right now and and the thunder you know they go into boston to beat the celtics so um just it it was uh just the celtics are definitely a weird team but i would definitely be afraid of them just because i think you mentioned it earlier about uh, when you were concerned about westbrook penetration dribble penetration and that's what kemba walker lives off of um tatum too uh so is it's just like I I I look at the Celtics and um they have nobody to guard Joel, especially after trading Daniel Tice. Tristan Thompson is a nobody. Joel will destroy Tristan Thompson. He will chew him up and spit him out. My concern is on on the other end with Tatum, Brown, and Walker. Those are three all-star players.
0: Um, um You just brought me back is- to the time when they uh when they interviewed Joel after the Nets game. Oh, yeah, he's a nobody. (laughs) First of all, he's a nobody. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Um, the Celtics, I think it's just exercising demons of the past. Um, with the Celtics, and that would be like the only thing that would scare me about them. Um, really, like Kemba is an X factor in that series, like you said, because. I think you can counter Tatum and Brown long enough where you could like, eke out a seven-game series. But I think Kemba's the one where, like, they're if they go drop coverage, um, Kemba gets hot, he can take over a game that way and really cause problems. Um, and they always have problems with, like, defending guys with low centers of gravity, can play downhill in that pick-and-roll. Um, and I don't know that they have like, a good defender agile enough to stay with Kemba. You could argue that I will maybe elevate his role for playoffs. But then, like... What do you do if you quick if you picks if Kemba does one of those hesitations and Thibault runs into the back of him, two quick fouls on Thibault, then you're then you have a problem,
1: right? Um, and I mean like a lot of people like to kind of go to Matisse, but if you look at Matisse against guys like Kemba Walker, like yeah. those those are the guys that, that Matisse the rare guys that Matisse does struggle with. The only one that he really was able to lock up was a uh, De'Aaron Fox of of Sacramento. Um, I even go back to the Brooklyn game when. Uh, uh, the net, the nets were here. I think it was April fourteenth. I think Kyrie, Kyrie had like thirty-seven that night, and I think ten of those points came again when Thybul was guarding him, like specifically per NBA.com uh, tracking stats. Um, and 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 Kyrie was on Ramadan at that time. Man, that that man wasn't even <laughs> drinking water yet. That man, that man that man wasn't even drinking water and he was still getting buckets. Like, imagine what <laughs> he's
0: like with the on him.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, just like I I do have some concerns like with the team playoff time. Like, oh, um, God. like and again, Philadelphia beat Boston. They would. Um, but I feel like it'd be a lot tougher than what a lot of people are trying to think of just because they swept the regular season series. Like even last year, Philadelphia beat Boston three out of four times. Then they went to the playoffs and Boston swept them. So, um. Is this something that like the Celtics aren't are not going to be a pushover?
0: So I think the Sixers win that series in 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 five or six. What do you think?
1: Six, possibly even seven.
0: You think you? I, I think it would be a disaster if it goes seven games.
1: Yeah, I think it would too. But like, just I I, just, I really think that highly of of the Celtics. I really think that highly of Kemba, Jason, and Jalen. And uh, and also, as you kind of mentioned, alluded to earlier, Austin, just the demons of the Celtics. it's, it's, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a little effort to exercise them.
0: Do the Celtics really have the depth to to like win to, to, to push a, a series at the Sixers to seven games? Like the whole reason behind their struggle has been they just don't have anybody to do it. It's like versatile enough outside of the starting unit.
1: Agreed. Agreed but my my thing is though i feel like jason tatum jalen brown and kemba walker are just you know such elite talents that um that they they can you know pretty much make up for the lack of depth that that makes sense like philadelphia's got the best player in this series and, and and joel but boston might have the next three best players and with with kemba jason and jalen unless you want to include ben simmons in there
0: i think ben I think Ben and, and maybe Tobias are both better than
1: Kemba. Not Tobias. I'll I'll, I'll take Ben, but not Tobias. Wow. I think Tobias but, is better than Ben right now. Um, if speaking from my playoff standpoint, uh, again, I go back to Tobias's playoff numbers. Sure. It's, it's it's like what has he done in the playoffs?
0: That's fair. But by the same token, Kemba's been a shade of himself.
1: Absolutely, but. That's because Kemba's been dealing with, with injuries, and I believe he's actually playing much better lately, if I'm not mistaken. I believe like lately he's kind of been getting, getting himself into a, a rhythm.
0: I, I think <laughs> it would be disappointing to see a series with them go seven. It, it, I, I, I I don't think that would be a good taste. Even if they win, I I, I don't think that would be a good taste, and I, and I damn sure I – mean, I, I don't think they would lose that series. I think Embiid's motivated. I think Ben's motivated. I think Doc – uh, would like to go back and beat his old stomping grounds. Um, and I, I just don't think they have the depth to stay with the Sixers. And I think Embiid would foul um, uh, you know, Rob Williams, whoever else they want to put in there. Yeah, there. he
1: would He would destroy the big men. But um, <clears throat> Kemba, over his last five games, is averaging 29 points, five rebounds, four assists. He's shooting 51% from the floor and 45% from deep. So
0: Who would um, they put in?
1: Granted, it was against the one game was against Golden State, the first game. Uh, second game was against Phoenix. Third game was against Charlotte. The fourth game was against Orlando, and then the fifth one came in there and their loss against Chicago. So um, again, you can kind of make you can make the case and be like, oh, it's against those types of teams. But the fact that he's able to get himself into a rhythm a little bit, I feel like is a good sign for the Celtics.
0: Okay. Uh, so you could see them losing that series.
1: I don't. I don't think they lose that series just because Game Seven would be in Philadelphia. But it, like, the Celtics are going to push them. It's not like the Celtics wouldn't.
0: Do you think who's who the better coach between Brad and Doc? Doc.
1: Okay. I will to take Doc. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I just I just don't see a scenario that goes more than six. I, I think this is going to win it in five or six. Um, over to the Heat. I have a laundry list of, <laughs> of of reasons to be worried about
1: the. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm right there with you. There are definitely a, a lot of reasons to be worried about the Miami Heat. And, Those again, are my and, again, and again, what Austin mentioned earlier, the Heat are the sixth seed. So at this moment in time, they would avoid the play-in tournament, but they are only a game ahead of the Celtics, and they have two big games with the Celtics coming up starting today on Mother's Day. So the Heat are definitely a possibility. So – Austin, I'm sorry. Like do you want to go first on this one or? I'll
0: go first, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, so well I was thinking about this. Like, maybe the Heat maybe the Heat um lose intentionally. Maybe they maybe they like no. maybe maybe they want to play Philly.
1: No, they definitely don't. I can promise you that they don't.
0: Why 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 like, why are you too confident in that?
1: Be, because like um as much as i would definitely be worried about the heat if i was a sixers fan uh, the heat aren't going to intentionally lose just to play in the play in tournament you know what i'm saying like like this team this team this team went to the nba finals last year and you could tell that the fine that the the, the and i'm feeling like this is the case with the lakers too the the grind of having to go to the finals play deep into october the quick turnaround, combined with injuries and all the COVID protocols, yeah. that's the only yeah. reason why, for me, that the Heat are the sixth seed in the East is because it was it was too much to overcome. Um, okay. But the Heat aren't going to be motivated to play in the playing tournament; like they're going to want to try to avoid that.
0: Fair, okay. So, no. Let's start, let's start with, the, with the head coaching. I think it's fair to say that the Heat have a coaching advantage in that, and I think that could do something that, that, that could inflict. It it may may not lose you a whole series or a game, but there are some, certainly some, some, some checkers, some chess pieces that, 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 that Spo could, could move that could change the way a play takes, you know, plays out. And that could maybe change the course of a game. Um, So I think that's a problem. I also think that like Jimmy's had a lot of time to gear up for the playoffs, even if it has been COVID or ankle injuries. He still had a lot of time to, you know, heal up and mend and rest from a, a deep run last season. And absolutely, I, I think that he just, he's a different beast um, one playoff time. and I think that's problematic. Um, Miami, I think is deeper than Philly. Like, like I, I think like their benches, it, it's not the same as it was with Jay Crowder that, and, 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 and uh, Derek Jones Jr. And Kelly and, and, and Miles and whatnot. Um, or Myers. Um, but like, they have a lot of wing depth: Duncan, uh, Tyler, Iggydala, um,
1: and if uh, and if Oladipo can come back at some point,
0: yeah, by Um, They don't have the size that they used to have, so I mean, I think like if Joe can get Bam in foul trouble, that would probably be the best thing uh, for them, obviously. But Bam, Bam could get Bam could tire Joel out like the old man in the sea, where he's just dragging the. The, 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 the surviving whale back to the shore and he's just like it's taking forever because the whale's so big um but I think like like uh, like Jimmy just knows Joel and Ben better than, better than any opponent they would face and I think he knows their weaknesses and their strengths and he can use that to an advantage um if the Sixers get switchy which they do they like to switch one through three or one through four um He'd had the means to target and play Curry off the court, which is problematic, yeah. obviously. Um, and then, like, if Miami goes on, the Sixers could come to a halt offensively, like they did against the last couple of players. Now, granted, if Firk wasn't there, so I think that kind of changes some things because if, if, if he goes zone against the bench unit with Firk, he can burn you, make you go back into man to man, and then it opens things up. Whereas yeah. if, without, without Firk there, they don't have that knockdown shooter. Um, but I think they're well. I think that the the Heat are a very dangerous team for the Sixers. That's a series that I think that's that's the only series that I could see them potentially losing.
1: I could potentially see them losing that one as well, but it's, it's just because the Heat, you know, they are the defending Eastern Conference champions. We do have to give them that. So, um, and then also you just mentioned the be- the the bench between. There's Goran Dragic comes off the bench, and and that dude's an all-star. Goran Dragic is a very very good basketball player. Then. Um, there's the Tyler hero factor too, which y- you don't really know what you're going to get at a hero. Um, so it's like, are you, are you going to get the the guy who just absolutely slumped for a good majority of this season? Or are you going to get the one who's going to hop off the bench and pour in 20 points? Um, then there's also Duncan Robinson who did give the Sixers some trouble in their, uh, previous two matchups earlier this year in, uh, Philadelphia, now the Sixers did beat the Heat in both those games. But again, disclaimer, the Heat didn't have Dragic, they didn't have Butler. They didn't have uh Adebayo, And um they were pretty much they were relying on Robinson and Hero and uh you know rookie Precious Achua to to beat the Sixers on the road. So um the, the little disclaimer there, the Heat were going through all the health and safety protocols at the time. I was back in uh, January. So um it just I I don't know, Austin. I feel like the Sixers again would beat the Heat, but um I, I, th- like, that's the one series where I could be like, yeah, they, they could potentially lose that one. You don't want to face that team round one.
0: Yeah, I damn yeah. The last thing you uh, – like, if you want to go to, like, a big game in that series, it would be game two. Um, because yeah. you, either the Heat or you're going to still home court advantage, you're coasting into Miami pretty comfortable. Um, no nights out at live, no nights out on Collins Street. Right, right. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, take care of business, go up three, one, go three, Oh, whatever. And, and, and then, you know, you're done. Um, now, I, I just think that back series could be problematic. I, I would still probably pick the Sixers and like six, um, maybe, maybe it goes seven, but I, I just, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough series. Um,
1: Agreed on the six or seven. Agreed on the six or seven for sure. The same thing here.
0: Yeah. Now over to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I would have been more concerned if they hadn't handled them by (laughs) forty with a with 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 a a relatively healthy team uh, when Trey Young played the other night um, against the Sixers. But I mean, like the drop coverage obviously is a problem and addressing. And I mean, Doc hasn't been. I haven't observed Doc being a great in-game adjustment kind of guy.
1: Um, I feel like he did make a bit of an adjustment in that game though that you mentioned because yeah. the Hawks—they the well, Hawks
0: were, were, were showing really, really, really hard early in the first quarter. Then they stopped, yeah. away from it. It was drop coverage, and they went back to it, and that, that was the game.
1: And remember, Atlanta went up twenty-one to eight in that game. So it—it it, it was just like sure, the Hawks kept getting into the paint um, between Trey Young and you know being able to drop passes off to a Clint Capella. But, I mean, one thing, another thing, too, is, Austin, they didn't have DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, or uh, Kevin Herter for, I, th- I think, either of those games. And those are three main guys. And I don't, I don't think they had Bogdan Bogdanovich for, for either of those games either.
0: They had Kyle for the second game. Um, okay. Now, to be fair, I don't know that they – I mean, they haven't had Hunter or Reddish really all year. I mean – I yeah, I mean, have, they have been
1: hurt yeah, for a good majority have been, of the season. I don't know that
0: they've been available all playoffs, so, I mean, we'll see. But I think, like, Capella might be able to steal a game with Joe, against Joe Ellis, like, maybe like neutralize him at least for 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 for, for one game. Um, but – and plus, like, if they're healthy, they can mix it up with Gallo, Bob, Bodon, as you said, um, Hunter, Reddish, and Herder. And I, 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 I know for sure the Sixers don't have that wing depth to To be able to, to 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 move chess pieces with them like that, um, and I think like if the, Hawks, if the Hawks go
1: small, that could be really problem. Problem. And then there's the Lou Williams factor, man. We're all forgetting about Lou Williams here. That's right, pandemic Lou. Yeah, lemon that, pepper Lou.
0: That's right, him too. Lemon pepper Lou. That's right. Um, how many series? How many games does that series go?
1: Uh, realistically speaking, I would probably say. Um, five or six J- Just because you, know, you want to talk about experience The only guy on that roster that has playoff experience Is Lou and Clint You know
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it probably Goes five is what I would say
1: Yeah uh, Now
0: our last team The New York Knickerbockers
1: um, This is a team that scares me a bit Austin Really They do I,
0: I can't get myself psyched out for this team I, I I just can't.
1: They do, and it's just because all three games, man, all three games were slug fights. You know, what I'm saying they were street fights. Like, like all three games were just ridiculously tough. And Tom Thibodeau, he he, he just like he mucks the game up, you know. And then there's Ju- there's the Julius Randall factor too. And I will give Tobias credit. You know, he really locked down Julius Randall for for the one the one game they played in Philadelphia. The other two games were played in New York. But the game in Philadelphia, Tobias really put Julius Randle in a straight and he did a hell of a job. Um, but like there there is when it comes to the Knicks, man, that that team is that, that that team is tough. That team is physical, that team is scary, that team will muck it up. Um, there, there's a, there there's a lot about the Knicks that does scare me a little bit, especially for uh Joel, just because of how physical they are. Like, God forbid they hit him in the wrong spot, and then I mean, boom, he you know, he's out. So like yeah, um, yeah. It's, just, it's just it's just it's just the way the Knicks play that scares me a bit.
0: Yeah. Um I I I just can't find my, a reason to get myself all worked up over the Knicks. I, I think like so they're they're a top four defense. Um yeah. I mean they make you work to begin with. Um they allow the first fewest points in the paint to begin with. And Philly is actually in the bottom half of the league in shooting efficiency, less than ten feet. So, I mean, wow! I didn't they, know that. Yeah, so like like the Tobias isn't a, isn't he's a better finisher, but not a great finisher. Ben's obviously had a lot of problems finishing this year. Um, yeah, I I think Shake is fine. Uh, Joel is pro- obviously pretty good, but. um I think they, they were, over the course of a seven game series, I think finishing around the rim would become a problem. Knicks have the physical bodies um at the Sixers. You know, they, they're, they're very big. Sixers are big too, but I, I I think they're just they're they're built in a way that's that that that's more for finesse and less for you know junk it up type play. Um and I, I think like Philly could legitimately struggle to score in the paint, and then in which case do they have the arsenal to, to, to light it up from three for multiple games in a series to, to 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 win that way? I don't think so.
1: You're not wrong about that. You're not. But for me, it's like it's like the Sixers have the shooting, obviously, with Seth and, and Danny and um, Tobias has taken huge steps forward. You also mentioned Furkan earlier, but it's it's just like the the, the Knicks the Knicks are just a, 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 such a terrific defensive team that they are going to shut off any like safety valve for Ben, for Ben. When like when Ben goes to the basket, uh, I, I noticed that when they, whenever they played the Knicks this year, he, he always kind of seemed to turn the ball over on like mul- multiple occasions rather than being able to kick it out to his open shooters just because of the way the Knicks play defense. So it's just like, like, like the Knicks to me are a, a scary defensive team. And especially for a team like Philadelphia, that relies so much on dribble penetration and getting to the basket and kicking out. And Ben, Ben, we all know his playoff struggles when it comes to scoring. I feel like that would be the one series, the, the one first round series that would be an issue that Ben doesn't shoot a jump shot. To be
0: fair, he has been taking more jumpers lately. I know, I know people don't want to hear it. But don't give me that look. He he You ha- watch the games. He has been taking more. He's been taking. He's been he l- last game he played. I think like, like one got stripped from him as he went up with it. and He kind of lost it.
1: Oh, August New Orleans.
0: Yeah, but he has been taking more jumpers lately. He has.
1: I mean, I mean, listen. Again, you're you're right. But who? It's just. I... <laughs> it's not gonna. It, 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 like he only takes like one a game. And and, and 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 it's just like it's just like dude you have so many more options and i think it's again it's going to hinder them come playoff time it is going to be an issue i've been saying i've been saying this all season like that is going to be an issue and, it, and the only team is going the only team i feel like it's going to be a real issue with is going to be the knicks just because of the way they play defense well
0: then i think like doc adjusts to put Ben more as a screener in the pick and roll in the two man game like they have with Seth and Danny a little bit and Tobias. And I think that neutralizes the issue.
1: Sure. Sure. Um again the six and again, the Sixers would beat the Knicks. Um, but that doesn't that, that, I, I would say uh I would say five or six. Okay, so you're worried about the Knicks. <laughs> I'm worried about I'm worried about the Knicks. I'm worried about the Knicks not because the Knicks have more talent. I'm worried about the Knicks just because of the way they play defense. And yeah. And, yeah. and again, it just it's kind of like when I was texting you a couple weeks ago. They're like the, the new school grit and grind Grizzlies. They they just like they they they're like that team you don't want to play because they're going to be rough and tough and physical as hell with you.
0: Yeah, I also think yeah, like I, we, I, like we say sixers and six or whatever <laughs> it is this year that might mean that they're going on the road to win game six. And I don't know that they have the Cajones to go on the road and, and, and win a a game six. You know what I mean?
1: They could, but I I see what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just
0: I think it's like either five or seven.
1: (laughs) Just, I have, I have, um, I don't know. I have concerns against the series with the Knicks and, and, and with Miami. Um, and and then obviously Washington, but like this, I, I look at Philadelphia and they definitely have a shot to to really make it to the NBA finals this year, just because of everything they have. But uh, they they really have not really blown me away too much this yeah, season. Think, if that makes sense.
0: And I think of lately, um, it's been problematic just because like they've been blowing a lot of leads. And Doc is yeah. concerned about it at least towards us. But how could you not be a little bit concerned about that? Um so like if you if you had to rank your like the teams in the in that first round by concern, who'd be top of your list?
1: Um probably probably Miami and then the Knicks would probably be second. And the next one? Boston. Then Charlotte. Um yeah, and probably we have- well, I mean probably well probably Washington.
0: Okay, then then Atlanta.
1: Uh, yeah, then Atlanta, then Charlotte, then then Indiana.
0: Okay, so you really don't think Indiana is a problem? Okay,
1: I really don't. I, I don't. I don't. And and it's because they're blowing up. They're imploding. Like like you can see it. They're they're just like with this whole Bjorkren not nonsense and this story coming out and TJ Warren um, asking for a trade apparently before the season even started because I, they hired I, I, Bjorkren. I
0: that was bullshit. They didn't actually request a trade. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll see. I sure think it's like it's pretty funny thing about like this dude would rather have you cut into his body than <laughs> play for this fucking guy.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The story is just absolutely crazy. The report that came out. I was like, well what? I'd rather have surgery that than
0: let you alter my body in some way, shape or form than then play for, play
1: for then play basketball for this guy. <laughs>
0: That's, that's pretty. That's a pretty big blow. Um, oh, it get to, is. Get to some of the comments here. God forbid Ben ever suffers an injury, hinders his athleticism. What would he do? I, I kind of think he already has had that injury. I think the back thing last year or whatever it was the knee has zapped his athleticism a little bit, not too much, but I think he's a different player than he was his rookie year.
1: Where? What do you mean where? He's the same player.
0: No, like, I, I. I think he's a little less explosive and a little oh. left, like i'm going to ram the ball down your throat. Like, okay. Here, he was getting all kinds of dunks and crazy, and you know between your legs shit and and it was and you know it was it was it was showtime and i think he's lost a bit of that athleticism uh this year. He's had a couple of nice dunks recently but generally speaking i think he's a little less athletic. Um Okay. Chango Chalupa says Sixers have better players than the Knicks. I did, I I do but the Knicks could beat them in a seven game series. Knicks playoff hope you rely on certainly when Randall's shoulders through, although Rose was a good pickup. I heard this um like th- their plus minus or their like net rating with Derrick Rose in the lineup is I think like plus thirteen per 100, which is astronomical. So he's yeah, been a, he's been a ma- he's been a massive upgrade for them this season and sort of underrated a bit. Um I think I, I got that stat from the Low Post podcast. So don't want to don't want to anybody. Not, 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 see not a Zach Lowe. Yeah. Um, now, um, but like, I, do you like believe that Julius Randle can 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 win a playoff series?
1: Um. Against against who? Philly. Anybody. Oh, against anybody? Uh. He's totally unproven. Never been in playoffs before in his life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's never been in the playoffs before, but. You know, another thing is, though, like, I remember I actually had this conversation with, with somebody and somebody was like, um, uh, oh, oh, the Sixers, if they get the one seed is a cakewalk to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm like, what have they done in the playoffs that have proven that they deserve the, oh, it's a cakewalk, you know, praise upon them? Like, what have they done in the playoffs? Like, again, different regime is Brett. But 2018, 2019. You know, in 2020, like what have the Sixers ever done in the playoffs for us to be like, oh, if they get the one seed, that's a total cakewalk to the fine to the Eastern Conference Finals, like okay, no, you look know,
0: look at the teams look in their path, Knicks, Hawks, second round, and it's uh, like let's say, let's just say for argument purposes, it's Indiana, uh, Charlotte, or Washington. What have those teams done?
1: <laughs> I hear it, but. I just, I feel, I feel like a lot of people really need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. You know, they, they, they like the Sixers still have a ton to prove. It's not like, you know, they. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Like, uh, like they're this proven team where, where it's like you come playoff time and it, it's playoff time, and it's like yo, yup, they're going to the finals, and it's like no, pump the brakes. So this is kind of see how they do. They have a shot. They have a shot. But again, they, you know, I still like Brooklyn. I still like Milwaukee.
0: Yeah. Wow, and, and 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 Milwaukee has also proven a lot in the playoffs
1: that they can't win the playoffs. So. Yeah, they can't. But I feel like the Bucks are a big matchup problem for Philadelphia.
0: Okay. Um, Nadir says, "Hi guys, what's wrong with Shake? Should he be sent to the G League?" Um, no. no. <laughs> they, oh, well, they can't they can't send him to the G League because there's no G League season right now. <laughs> the season ended.
1: <laughs> okay, that season was only a month for one what?
0: what's going on here. Uh, so so uh, that's,
1: one. but uh, no, I just, I feel like, I feel like Shake is just still trying to, um, like really try to become a point guard when really he should just kind of focus on scoring. That's just me.
0: Yeah. They've, they've got, he needs to be in that line drive category. That Doc likes where he just, yeah. he's just making quick decisions and, 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 and getting back to, um, you know, like, like, spot shooting and then this dribbled penetration off the catch real quickly. Logan says Tatum is not as good as Kai is making him out to be. He has great games, but he has more ineffective bad games than good games. Sure. I mean, have you seen some of Tatum's box scores here?
1: I have. I have. But Jason Tatum is still an all-star player, and he's a proven player. Like, in his short career, he's a proven player.
0: I think proven is a relative word. Okay, what – okay, so like, – Because, like, he's proven what? He's gotten to the conference
1: finals. That's Yeah, that's – and Ben and Joel haven't been able to do that.
0: Right, so then – so basically, but, like, if if the goal is to get to the finals to be a proven player –
1: then Even in the playoffs, though, Austin, I mean, like, let's be real, man. Like, listen, I get it. You're a Sixers fan tr- through and through. But like, like, well, no, like, not like not. take off the Sixers colored glasses and realize what what this guy does. Like, Jason Tatum has has been, you know, an animal like throughout his entire career. Like, no, he's I, else, I game I, twice.
0: Listen, I, I totally, I totally agree that, that 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 Tatum is 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 a really, 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 really good player. But I think if you're evaluating them through this through the spectrum of like, if if if, if, if proven is as binary as you've been to the finals or you haven't, then he ha- he hasn't proven anything.
1: Okay, the, 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 okay then okay, let's just kind of break down Tatum's. Uh, playoff numbers. His his first career playoff series against Milwaukee, he averaged 15 a night. Okay, second round against Philly in 2018, he averaged 23. In the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston, or excuse me, against Cleveland, uh, he averaged 18. Uh, 2019 round one against Indiana, he averaged 19. Um, Eastern Conference semifinals against Milwaukee. Well, I mean, to be fair, that entire Celtic team struggled. He only averaged 12 against the Bucks. But then in the bubble, he averaged 27 and 10. Against Philly, twenty-four and ten against um, Toronto, and then the conference finals, he averaged twenty twenty-six and a half and ten with seven assists. So then, relatively
0: speaking, he's more pro- he's 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 certainly more proven than, than Ben Simmons. I would I I mean, I don't have Ben I don't have Joel's numbers in front of me, but I would venture to say they're not that far off from Tatum's.
1: I mean, Joel averaged thirty and ten in the playoffs against Boston last year. He averaged thirty and ten. Right. So, And the only reason why Sixers really lost that series is because um, really just the roster was awful. Like, so, you have to kind and- of chop up the roster space. But my, my thing is, though, I mean, just for people saying, oh, Jason Tatum isn't all that, like, no, stop. Like, Jason Tatum has won in the playoffs. Like, this dude has actually won playoff series. He's been deep into the postseason. He just so keeps happening. He ran into LeBron James in 2018. And then in 2019, they ran into Giannis and also had internal issues with Kyrie and just like everything that was going on with that. And then in 2020, they probably should have beaten Miami. They just didn't. So, so 2020 is like, oh, come on.
0: So then it sounds – so then the, they haven't proven themselves. Then the binary is, have you gotten to the conference finals? That's basically what the binary is in this case.
1: I mean, I guess so if you want to do that, yeah.
0: Okay. So then that's fair. That's fair. Sixers colored glasses are, 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 are off and my credibility has been crushed. But other than that, we're good to go. <laughs> all right, Kai. Um, Kai, where can they find you?
1: You found me on Twitter and Instagram at Kai underscore Carlin. And you can always check out SixersWire.com for all your your, uh, your Sixers news updates over there.
0: I am Austin Krell. I can find me on Twitter at MBA I cover the Sixers for the Painted Lines. Also, find me on, on YouTube at, uh, at 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 the where I do all my writing and all that stuff. Um, I am not as biased as Kai is making me out to be. That is,
1: he's not. He's really not. I just I, I I made I made a little bit of a poke there, but like no. This is like no.
0: this is like when Winhorst or when when, when called Winhorst a jackass. This is like that wait, to a called who?
1: Winhorst the jackass. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yes,
0: oh. I, I. I am the. I. I am the horse and you and, and you are the Bontemps. I am the jackass in this case. But wow, I didn't see that. Yep, it was quite good entertainment. Um, as always, everybody appreciate you. You tuning in. Everybody have a great Mother's Day holiday. Spend time with your loved ones, and we'll see you next week on another episode of the Future and Beat. As always, Kai, appreciate you hopping on. I am Austin Crell. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a good week. Come hashtag prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app made for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. If it's the NFL, choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. If if it's NBA, MLB, PGA, or even esports, choose five out of the 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Racking up, uh, rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use the promo code Simmons for three. That's Simmons, num- the word for F O R three, number three. Simmons for three. You sign up today and you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and hashtag prop up today.